It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poured. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything, anything. We don't care as long as we have been. If you let that whiskey ring. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Odd Drunk Podcast. We're going to get into this quick and fast. It's your host, Colton and Jackson, and we've got, oh, Colton's choking on his uh, vodka lemonade, blueberry Ugh. vodka lemonade. Yeah, that was just uh, <laughs> too much. Uh, we got a very special episode for yeah. you. It's AI battles. Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so we're going to play around with Chad GPT once again, and we got this idea, well, Colton was messing around with it, and then we messed around with it at a bar, Yeah, and it was a lot of fun, and we were like, damn, this is something we should record. You can ask Chad GPT to pit fictional characters against each other in fights. Now, Chat GPT, because of its programming and stuff, will not kill any characters, but you can demand... A scenario where you can there demand is a it to choose the victor. Usually, yeah. if you just say, "Oh, Hulk versus Ronald McDonald," they'll say, "Well, they have very different abilities, and I can't." Yeah. Uh, it depends if, on the writers. If you demand, write write a scenario <laughs> where they fight, and then there must be a victor. It'll it'll come out with something. And our our um. Well, there's another yeah. layer to it, right? As right. well, the other layer is you make it do it in the style of a sports commentary. Yeah, I, 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 you don't have to do it that way. What's that, what's the best way you found? Just write, tell it to write a scenario. That's where, that's how I got the Ron Swanson versus Darth Vader. Oh, you I just, just said write a scenario where Ron Swanson fights Darth Vader. <laughs> there must be a victor. All right, and so let me explain this a bit more. <laughs> so we selected eight characters each to start out with. Each in different categories, different tiers. So we have Marvel, DC, TV show, comedy character, action hero, historical character, video game character, femme fatale, female warriors, and a real person. We, that's our knife. We, we had to throw in some wild cards. Excuse and, the, uh, uh, I just adjusted the audio. I realized what was wrong. Oh, you fixed it. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> it does so. sound significantly better. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. On my side, I've chose for Marvel, Spider-Man, DC, Batman, TV show, Walter White, comedy guy, uh, Ace Ventura, action hero, John Jonathan Wick, historical character, Theodore Roosevelt, and the Rough Riders, video game character, Doom Guy slash Slayer, Finn Fatale, Ellen Ripley, real person, Willem Dafoe. And we all got them in the mix here. Yeah. And if you want to... Tell and us I, your characters. And my, my lineup is, uh, for, for Marvel, it's Wolverine, uh, DC, Batman, or not as yours, <laughs> Green yep, Arrow. That's my, yep. Green Arrow. I'm just going to take credit for yours. <laughs> uh, Green Arrow, uh, TV, The Doctor, uh, Comedy, Peter Venkman, uh, Action Hero, Mad Max, Historical Character, Blackbeard, Video Game Character, Nathan Drake. Mm -hmm. Femme Fatale, the bride from Kill Bill, 
the and, true Finn Fatale. And real life Percy Danny DeVito. Of course, we had to. We have to. You can't. You can't do a thing like this on the Odd Drunk Podcast without Danny not DeVito. Not include Danny DeVito. Um, before we get into this, what are you drinking? We're speed running. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm drinking lemonade with a blueberry vodka, but I've also got a tall, a big tall can here of pineapple hard cider from Ace. I was really cider close company. to getting some hard cider, either from Ace or uh, Farm Art. No, Fence Line. Yeah, I didn't feel like cider's Brandon, a little bit more expensive. They can nowadays. be fence line for good stuff. Fence, fence line, line is, yeah. for a four pack, it's like sixteen bucks. When it's real good, <laughs> it cider, is really though. good I stuff. Mean, I bought, I bought um, a uh, a big seven fifty like wine bottle of cider from Fence Line last week. And, I, uh, and I, I the one I shared with you. When yeah, you, that, you was that was really good. It was stuff. sixteen seventeen bucks for the bottle. That was delicious. So not cheap, but was very very tasty it was yeah indeed definitely um i got i got something new it's moon biscuits amber ale which would have been Ooh. great for a space episode that we did maybe recently yeah <laughs> no we did from, we did <laughs> we, we did right from wise acre brewing co memphis tennessee and it says the visual dissonance edition and has a qr code even Ooh. probably goes through it's a cool uh, can it is a cool can. I'm going to do a picture of it. Yeah, we it's, should try to get a picture. It's definitely cool of it. enough. Yeah. I can do that later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to do that yeah. right now, Colton. We'll, we'll but if you want to try it, it's, a, it's yeah. actually pretty decent amber ale. It's nothing like surprising. That's a really nice can. But it's, it is a cool can. That's yeah. what caught my attention. It's like uh, a trip to the moon. I was like, I want something interesting, but oh, I don't shit, want it. It actually is a trip to the moon. It is a trip to okay. the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the moon, with the face, and everything. Very Lovecraftian, that movie. Mm. That's good. You know, I don't I don't drink amber ales very often, but you know, I appreciate a good amber ale. Well, they're nuttier, you know, yeah. in their profile. That's what she said. Nut forward. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's get into this. So, yes. uh, like any um, bracket, you have to throw in your wild cards. And like I said, our wild cards are regular people. Yeah, yeah. So to, to get this bracket to work where it came out with one final <laughs> showdown, we have to start with a wild card round. Yeah. And we decided the, way the best goes. way to do it would be to um, have our real life people in the wild card round and just decide. And the, the bracket website will just decide who they fight. So our first one here is Wolverine versus Danny DeVito. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's give this a spin. So I'm going to tell chat GPT. I'll get the next one set up here while you okay, are okay, okay, okay. doing this one. So I tell it, write a scenario. Wait, do I tell it, write a scenario of Danny DeVito versus Wolverine? There must be a victor. Yeah, or or right. Uh, how do I word where, it? Where Wolverine fights Danny DeVito, there must be a victor. Okay. And the AI is going to decide everything here. Yes. Yeah. And I don't care what it's if it's factually incorrect about these characters. No, it's going to decide everything. So, so whoever wins, so far, for whatever reason, in our testing for this, we were pleasantly surprised. Um, the AI decided that. Ron Swanson would defeat Darth Vader in a fight. But then it even, uh, it did say that it, realistically. It, it admitted realistically <laughs> that's not. But it wrote a scenario where like one Ron Swanson teamed up with the Ewoks, you know, cool stuff like that. So write a scenario where, where Wolverine fights Danny DeVito, comma, 
there must be a victor. You have to say that or it's going to be like, it depends on the writer or whatever. All right. Ooh, this is a big one. Scene Ario. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot yeah, of yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, without the other E, though, Colton. <laughs> there you go. Good job. Right, right, right. Okay. Not my strong suit spelling. All right. In a strange twist of fate, Wolverine finds himself face to face with Danny DeVito, a seemingly ordinary actor. The circumstances leading to this unexpected confrontation remain shrouded in mystery. But both combatants quickly realize they are locked in battle that will determine their ultimate fate. The encounter takes place in a desolate urban setting, with debris and shattered glass littering the ground. The atmosphere is tense as Wolverine's adamantium claws gleam in the dim light, contrasting sharply against Danny DeVito's compact frame (laughs) and unassuming appearance. Hey, Wolverine's also got a compact frame. If you go by the comic version. Yeah. yeah. Danny DeVito would be a good Wolverine. I am not assuming that this is Hugh Jackman Wolverine. This is comic. But I also am assuming that's what the AI is assuming. Probably, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, without hesitation... Wolverine lunges at DeVito with lightning speed, his razor-sharp claws poised to strike. However, DeVito, known for his cunning wit, displays surprising agility, narrowly dodging Wolverine's deadly assault. As the fight intensifies, DeVito uses his small stature to his advantage, weaving in and out of Wolverine's attacks, frustrating the fierce mutant. (laughs) I like that, frustrating him. Despite DeVito's nimble movements, Wolverine's enhanced senses and regenerative abilities make it difficult for DeVito to land a decisive blow. The battle rages on, and the two combatants trading powerful strikes and acrobatic maneuvers. In a moment of desperation, DeVito spots a nearby construction site filled with steel beams and heavy machinery. Recognizing an opportunity, he quickly leads Wolverine towards it, hoping to gain an advantage. With a sudden burst of strength, DeVito manages to knock Wolverine into a precarious position, causing him to stumble and lose his balance. Seizing the moment, DeVito seizes a steel beam and swings it with all his might. A steel beam. (laughs) This is enhanced, DeVito. Crashing into Wolverine's back, temporarily immobilizing him. However... Wolverine's indomitable spirit and adamantium skeleton, yeah, fair enough, (laughs) allow him to recover quickly. Enraged by DeVito's audacity, he springs back into action, determined to end the fight once and for all. With a ferocious roar, Wolverine charges, charges at DeVito, his claws slashing through the air. But just as victory seems within Wolverine's grasp, DeVito's resourcefulness comes into play. And a final, unexpected move. He pulls out a hidden canister of acid and hurls it directly at Wolverine. (laughs) The acid splashes across Wolverine's face, momentarily blinding him and causing intense pain. Seizing his fleeting advantage, DeVito delivers a powerful strike to Wolverine's vulnerable midsection. The force of the blow (laughs) sends Wolverine sprawling to the ground, his regenerative powers momentarily overwhelmed. 
god. As Wolverine lies battered and weakened, DeVito stands triumphantly over his fallen adversary. <laughs> the battle is won, and the indomitable mutant is defeated by an unlikely opponent. With a sly grin, DeVito acknowledges his victory and slips away into the shadows leaving Wolverine to recover and reflect on his surprising defeat. Though battered and bruised, Wolverine's unyielding spirit ensures that he will rise again, ready to face whatever challenges lies ahead. Oh Danny DeVito beat him. He won. Fair and square. Fair and square. <laughs> Holy shit. He pulled a trash man move with that acid. I'm telling you. If they would have said, oh, he threw a tr you know, trash lid at him, that, that would have been pretty good stuff. You know, I really wanted it to be this, Spider- This bracket thing is, like, terribly designed. So I really just, wanted it to be Spider-Man versus Wolverine, and now we're not getting that. I know, I know. It's So it's, let's get our other wild card out of the way. All right. So this is Ellen Ripley versus Willem Dafoe. And God damn you, AI. <laughs> all right. Is AI a shitpost? It's a big old shit. Just post. in general. <laughs> it takes everything from everywhere. So, you know, it's going to get some shit posts in there, too. Okay. Ellen Ripley stood in the dimly lit corridor of the abandoned spacecraft. Mm -hmm. Her heart oh God. <laughs> pounding in her chest. She had encountered countless extraterrestrial creatures she before. Has. But this time, the threat was <laughs> different. <laughs> Across from her, standing... With an eerie calmness was Willem Dafoe. Mm -hmm. However, this wasn't the renowned actor Ripley, Ripley recognized. No, Ooh. this was an android. Oh, a twisted I see what it's creation doing. of okay. artificial intelligence that had taken on the appearance of the actor himself. So this is, we, we didn't mention this. This is a rule that we came up with, though. However, the AI interprets this. Is what we roll is with. Is what we go we, with. We go with it. So, you know, on, on this bracket is the doctor from Doctor Who. But if the AI interprets it as a different doctor, or yeah, like Doctor House or something like that, then right. we're rolling with it. Or the good doctor. Yeah. Then that's, that's how we're doing I'm it. I'm a surgeon. Okay. <laughs> the android's cold, unblinking eyes bore into Ripley, its lips curling into a sinister <laughs> smile. It moved with an unsettling grace, its movements almost fluid. Ripley had seen androids before, but none quite like this. This one was designed for combat, Ooh. and she knew she had to be on high alert. As the tension mounted, Ripley's survival instincts kicked in. She reached for her pulse rifle, fingers wrapping tightly around the familiar grip. Gripping it with both hands, she, she aimed it directly at the android. Stay back, Ripley warned, her voice steady despite the adrenaline coursing through her veins. I won't hesitate to take you down. The android let a, a chilling laugh, his voice <laughs> uncannily <laughs> resembling Defoe's. Oh, my dear Ripley, he sneered. You <laughs> underestimate what I'm capable of. This is a fight you cannot win. Ripley clenched her jaw, refusing to show any signs of fear. She knew she had faced impossible odds before and emerged victorious. She couldn't let this android's taunts break her resolve. Without warning, the android lunged forward, <laughs> moving, with a, <laughs> moving with a speed that Ripley didn't anticipate. She reacted quickly, dodging the attack and unleashing a barrage of bullets from her pulse rifle. But the android seemed almost supernaturally agile, effortlessly evading <laughs> the gunfire. 
they circled each other, Rip, Ripley continuously firing while the android countered with acrobatic dodges. It was a deadly dance, each with a each move <laughs> a testament to their respective skills. Ripley's determination classed against the android's cold precision. As the battle raged on, Ripley realized that her conventional weapons were ineffective against the <laughs> android's seemingly invulnerable body. She Uh-oh. needed to think outside the box. Spotting a nearby console, she swift, swiftly approached it, her mind working rapidly to find a solution. With a sudden surge of inspiration, Ripley accessed the ship's control system and initiated a power surge. Electricity okay. crackled and surged through the ship, to the ship, illuminated the corridor with a blinding display. The android momentarily faltered, vulnerable for the first time. Oh, wow. Seizing the opportunity, Ripley lunged forward with all her might. She delivered a devastating blow to the android's head, her, first connect, her fist connecting with a resounding impact. The android stumbled back, its artificial face showing the first signs of damage. Realizing the tables had turned, Ripley pressed her advantage. She unleashed a flurry of attacks, striking with relentless fury. Piece by piece, the android's facade crumbled under her relentless assaults. Sounds like she's got it, but I'd never know of these things. Yeah, right? (laughs) Its movements becoming sluggish, its reactions dulled. Finally, with one last powerful strike, Ripley incapacitated the android, sending it crashing to the floor. The sound of metals and circuits crunching echo through the corridor the battle Good. is over and ripley emerged as the victor <laughs> all right yes we so, got one uh, of them out <laughs> yes so <laughs> i love that it made him an android it made it fit the universe and you know yes. it made it a more fair battle so we you eliminate know. wolverine but with danny eliminate- devito versus wolverine it was just danny just yeah, regular yeah. old Danny DeVito. Yeah. No, they, it didn't say, oh, but he's a mutant or whatever. No, it was just nope. Danny DeVito. And he, he punched him in the gut and threw acid in his face and <laughs> <laughs> left him in. So now now we move on. All right. So what do we want to move on to? Now we could do any of the ones we want. I say we start from the top and just work our way down. Okay. That's going to give us Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. versus Danny DeVito. <laughs> I can imagine. Who he didn't play Spider-Man. No. He was man spider. <laughs> yes. Get it right. The difference. I'm imagining Danny DeVito in his like accent. He does, you know, in his accent being like Spider Man. Now, because we we do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying the spear. It is good. We should definitely get a picture up on Instagram. This is a very very cool can. I love that can. Yeah. Okay, write a scenario where Danny DeVito fights Spider Man. There must be a victor. Nice. Okay. In a bizarre turn of events, Danny DeVito finds himself engaged in a heated battle with none other than (laughs) Spider-Man, the web-slinging superhero. The circumstances leading to this confrontation remain shrouded in mystery. It's given me a similar script as the last one. But both combatants (laughs) understand that only one of them can emerge as the victor. The showdown takes place in the heart of New York City, with skyscrapers towering above and the bustling sounds of the city below. You're looking for something. Looking for my phone. Hmm. Don't worry about it. Bustling sounds of the city below. Spider-Man, with his agility and wall-crawling abilities, gracefully traverses the urban landscape, while Danny DeVito, determined and surprisingly spry, holds his ground. (laughs) 
<laughs> With a swift leap, Spider-Man launches himself towards so the Vito. agility versus, you know... A spry... A, oh, a, man. a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holding his ground. Spider-Man launches himself towards DeVito, his spider sense alert and web shooters at the ready. DeVito, ever resourceful, pulls out a hidden bag of tricks, which he quickly uses to advantage. He throws smoke bombs, temporarily obscuring <laughs> Spider-Man's vision and causing him to lose sight of his opponent. Using his heightened senses, Spider-Man manages to navigate through the smoke, but DeVito surprising, surprises him with a cleverly timed punch to the jaw. Spider-Man stumbles back, momentarily stunned by an unexpected blow. However, yeah. Spider-Man's superior speed and agility soon come to play. He swiftly recovers, launches himself at DeVito, performing acrobatic flips and strikes. DeVito, though caught off guard by Spider-Man's impressive moves, fights back with unyielding determination and seemingly un unbreakable spirit. As the battle rages on, DeVito demonstrates an uncanny ability to evade Spider-Man's attacks. Wow. Ducking and weaving with surprising agility, he uses his compact size and unpredictable movements to his advantage, making it difficult for Spider-Man to land a decisive blow. Spider-Man realizes that he needs to change his tactics. He uses his web shooters to create a uh, web entrapment, att attempting to immobilize DeVito. However, <laughs> DeVito, drawing from his wit and experiences, manages to wriggle free from the webbing, narrowly escaping its confines. Frustrated but undeterred, Spider-Man ramps up his efforts, increasing the intensity of his attacks. He launches a barrage of webbing and performs lightning-fast strikes, determined to bring DeVito down. But DeVito, seemingly undaunted, <laughs> counters each attack with remarkable resilience, proving to be a formidable adversary. In a final desperate move, Spider-Man activates his Spider-Sense. Activate! <laughs> right, because that's how it works. Yeah, owning in on DeVito's movements and precision. He anticipates DeVito's next strike, swiftly dodges it, and delivers a powerful punch, sending DeVito crashing to the ground. Oh, it was a rough fight, though. Wow. Uh, with DeVito incapacitated, Spider-Man emerges as the victor of this extraordinary battle. Wow. He stands over DeVito, extending a hand to help him up. Oh, uh oh, good guy, his first mistake. <laughs> his mistake. A symbol of respect for a worthy opponent. Okay, fair enough. Though defeated, DeVito accepts Spider-Man's gesture with a right. wry smile. He acknowledges Spider-Man's superior abilities and so concedes to this fight. It was a friendly bout. One <laughs> was knowing that he put up an incredible fight against the legendary Wall Crawler. Yeah, that, As, that was an incredible yeah. fight. I thought Danny was gonna win that one. That was that had me on the edge. I of know my it seat. got close. As the dust settles and the battle ends, Spider-Man swings away into the night leaving DeVito to recover and reflect on his encounter with one of the world's most iconic superheroes. Hey, you beat Wolverine, though, Danny, which yeah. most people can't say. Right. Wow, okay. So Spider-Man... I, I, was, I was nervous that Danny DeVito was going to <laughs> I would have loved that, honestly, but then if they, he just made it his way through this whole thing. But then maybe we would have gotten a Batman versus Danny DeVito, potentially. Mm. That would have been, been fun. All right, Speaking so Spider-Man... What are we doing? Well, speaking of Batman, he's up next. Oh, I love how we ended up getting Batman versus Green Arrow. 
Or is yeah. that that's that is what we wanted? No, that's we did that. Yeah, on that purpose. is what we yeah, wanted. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. We did we did, the, we did that one on purpose. Uh, I chose green. You chose Batman. I chose Green Arrow. Gre- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my girlfriend insists that Green Arrow could take Batman in the fight. Mm. And and the thing is, the thing is, <laughs> let's see what the AI says. I strongly yeah. disagree. The th- the thing is, theoretically, it should be a pretty pretty even fight. However, Batman. Well, he knows even though more martial arts. Yeah, know, well, what blah, I mean blah, blah, is blah. Green Arrow is supposed to be like so good as well that like yeah. theoretically, if you were to describe their abilities and all that sort of stuff to each other uh, to someone who didn't know, they would, it rich. would seem uh, so is Green. A Arrow. Green Arrow sometimes rich or and sometimes on an island or whatever. He's rich, but sometimes he gets stranded on an island. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, theoretically, they should be pretty even, but Batman. Well, yeah, I could right. go on about it, but let's oh, see yeah. what the AI says. Uh, by the way, I'm on your side about that. That's just <laughs> the moon hung high in the night sky as Batman and Green Arrow faced off atop a Gotham City rooftop. Nice. The tension between the two heroes crackled in the air as their their determination. This is a Zack Snyder one in their stances. I like how this sets the scenes. It's doing a good job. It's very yeah. Zack Snyder. <laughs> Batman, clad in his iconic black suit, remains stoic and focused. Which which black which Batman do you think this is? Do you think this well, is they all... Kevin Conroy Batman? Mm, he doesn't wear an all black suit though. Yeah. Bale or Keaton? Maybe, yeah. Let's see. His cape bellowed billowed in the wind as he analyzed his opponent, seeking any advantage he could exploit. Green Arrow, armed with his trusty bow and an arsenal of arrows, excluded confidence. His emerald-clad form ready yours for the like challenge a, ahead. Yours has dialogue. This one does have dialogue, yeah. The last one did, uh, the, the Willem Dafoe one did. Too. Your AI yeah. does. Mine, yeah. mine, mine, mine <laughs> just describes it. Why is my AI giving us dialogue? I'm down for it, though. It switches it up. Uh, stand back, Green Arrow. Batman's voice was firm, yet laced with a hint of caution. Your methods are your reckless methods put innocent lives at risk. It ends here. That is something he would say. It's a realistic setup. Yeah. Uh, Green Arrow's voice dripped with defiance. I fight for justice, just like you, Batman, but I don't let you decide how I do it. With those words, Green Arrow swiftly notched an arrow and let it fly towards Batman. The Dark Knight, ever prepared, deflected the projectile with a flick of his gauntlet. The arrow he would. Hard- he would. He would. That's exactly how this would happen. The arrow harmlessly clattered to the ground. The battle was joined, each hero, dem- hero demonstrating their skills with precision and expertise. Batman usula- utilizes his unmatched martial arts prowess, countering Green Arrow's swift attacks with calculated strikes. He deftly maneuvered around the rooftop, using his shadows to advantage, striking with calculated precision. You were born in the darkness. <laughs> okay. Green Arrow, however, was no ordinary opponent. His archery skills were unparalleled, his arrows finding their mark with unre- uh, unrearing actor- accuracy. Explosive arrows detonated around Batman, a smoke and debris obscuring his vision, but the Cape Crusader adapted, relying on his Always. keen senses and tactical mind to navigate the chaos. I have to add, this doesn't seem to be doing it. It's, it's all about the arrows and stuff. Green Arrow is supposed to be a very, very good martial artist. But still not like on Batman's level. Not quite he would on do, Batman's he level. He would have a better chance keeping his distance with his arrows. He would, yeah. Because Batman would just break his arm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> but Green Arrow is supposed to be like peak of human performance yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So I, it's 
it's just doing the arrow thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's doing the arrow thing where he only, only uses... As the battle raged on, Batman closed the distance between them, engaging That's Green Arrow in hand-to-hand combat. That's what you would want. Yeah. Because um, Green Arrow does rely on his arrows. Though. Yeah. yeah. Um, the sound of fists colliding echoed through the night as each blow was met with a counter move. The rooftop became their battleground. The clash of their skills a testament to their dedication of their respective causes. I mean, I, they are showing Green Arrow holding his ground. In mm-hmm. I respect it. Uh, through sheer determination, Batman managed to disarm Green Arrow, sending his bow skittering across the rooftop. Sensing an opportunity, he pressed his advantage, delivering a swift and powerful strike that sent Green Arrow crashing to the ground. Breathing heavily, Batman stood over his fallen adversary, his gaze unwavering. He extended a hand to help Green Arrow up, a sign Ooh, of respect, much like... despite their differences. Oh, okay, just like Spider-Man Danny. Yeah. <laughs> You fight with conviction, Green Arrow, Batman acknowledged, but you have much to learn about the consequences of your actions. Green Arrow accepted Batman's hand, allowing himself to be pulled to his feet. He nodded, a mixture of admiration and understanding in his eyes. Maybe you're right, Batman. Maybe we can find a way to fight together rather than against each other. (laughs) The rivalry momentarily set aside. The two heroes exchanged a nod before parting ways. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that pretty much went how I th- think it would go. Batman honestly. just knocked him down as soon as he closed like, the distance. Disarm him. Yeah, beat him up. Well, isn't isn't like the oh yeah, we'll finish this. They knew their password cross again because but for now they had gained a newfound respect for each other as Batman disappeared into the shadows of Gotham City and Green Arrow prepared to continue in his own fight for justice. The night bore witness to the enduring spirit of heroism. Which that would forever define them both. Um, I like because canonically in the comics, and it's ridiculous a notion, but it's in the comics. It mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. Batman knows every martial art is an expert at every yeah. martial art. I don't know how much Green Arrow knows. It's just, and it's but like also, it's Batman's also, literally. It's also just like one of those things where, on paper, you put that down. You're like Batman. He's an expert at all the martial arts. Green Arrow. He's also an expert. Maybe not all of them. But at a lot of them. Yeah. And it should be a pretty even fight with Batman, maybe just a little bit on top. Right. But at the same time, Batman has done feats and defeated foes that Green Arrow would have been stomped by. Well, and also depending on like, which Batman it is, if it's been Affleck, he would have just shot him probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it was Michael Keaton, ran, ran over him, Batmobile. <laughs> if it was Robert Pattinson, Green Arrow might have won. Yeah. But that's a more grounded, you know, movie. Well, he would have thought he won, then he ejected adrenaline and screamed at him. And, yeah, know. yeah, and then, and then knocked him out in one punch or something like yeah. that. Which, yeah, fair Like enough. he would have got shot by an arrow and then, <laughs> oh, the adrenaline. So Batman right. won that. That's so not, now, that's not okay, too surprising. Let's move on. So Green, uh, Walter White. The Walter White versus The Doctor. The Doctor. I'm excited for this one because <laughs> I'm excited to see how Chat GPT right, a scenario um, where interprets this. Walter White. I almost thought about specifying Heisenberg, but we're doing Walter White. They're the same character. Yeah, they're the same. Yeah. Heisenberg is just his ego yeah. gone amok. Yeah, it's not like a persona. Right, a scenario like where a superhero. He's he's yeah no. <laughs> Write a scenario where Walter White fights the Doctor. 
<laughs> just put the doctor. No, I'm not gonna. I, I want. Yeah, I want to see how this is interpreted. Because because before we recorded, Jackson was like, "There must you need be to specify a Victor. which doctor." And we decided, no, we're gonna let the AI decide that. Ooh, oh well, the AI seems to have got it right, but I don't know if it's gonna specify for us. But let's see. Okay, maybe I can guess which doctor it's thinking based of. on based on yeah what happens. And an unimaginable clash of intellect and cunning. They Walter, are both very cunning right, right, characters. Yeah. It's a good matchup. Walter White, the brilliant yet, brilliant yet morally ambiguous chemist turned methamphetamine kingpin, <laughs> finds himself locked in a battle against the Doctor, a time-traveling alien with boundless knowledge and an array of extraordinary abilities. Okay, so it got it right. <laughs> <laughs> the reason for their encounter remains a mystery. But both combatants understand that only one of them will emerge victorious. The confrontation takes place within a hidden laboratory filled with bubbling chemicals and complex machinery. So the meth lab. Yeah. Gus's meth lab probably. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Walter White, <laughs> armed with his ingenuity and deep knowledge of chemistry. Or a vague BBC sci-fi setting. Yeah. Which is a meth lab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stands poised. Walter White stands poised, ready to defend his empire. The doctor, with his sonic screwdriver in hand and a playful smile, prepares to confront his dangerous inv- individual. As the battle commences, Walter White employs his resourcefulness, utilizing his understanding of chemical reactions to create a series of traps and explosive devices. His preparations catch the doctor off guard, momentarily throwing him off balance. However, the doctor's superior intellect and alien abilities swiftly come into play. He quickly deduces the mechanisms of White's traps and, ah. with a flick of his sonic screwdriver, neutralizes the imminent danger. Right, good, good. That's unfair. <laughs> White, recognizing the need The sonic for, screwdriver is a... Um, like the ultimate... One of those... You know, you know the rule that I've, I've heard in Doctor Who? Does whatever the writers want? It does whatever it needs to do except for solve the plot's problem of the episode. Mm. It can't be the ultimate solution. Okay, okay. That's their rule. (laughs) Well, let's see how it handles this. White, recognizing the need for a different approach, resorts to psychological warfare. (laughs) (laughs) He delves into the depths of his manipulative nature, attempting to exploit the doctor's vulnerabilities and emotional triggers. With every calculated move, White tries to determine the doctor's confidence and cloud his judgment. Yet, the doctor, seasoned by countless adventures and faced with numerous adversaries, remains resilient. He resists White's attempts at manipulation, man- maintaining a steadfast resolve and clear focus on the task at hand. Okay. In a strategic counter move, the doctor employs his time travel abilities to outmaneuver Walter White. Unfair, but okay. <laughs> Appearing simultaneously in multiple locations within the laboratory. Okay, the doctor would not do that shit. (laughs) He would not cross his own timeline for such a trivial thing. But okay. Which doctor would most likely do that? Oh. Peter Capaldi would probably play guitar. Probably Peter Capaldi would be most willing to do that shit. (laughs) So I guess this is probably Peter Peter Capaldi Capaldi. because. Anyways, confusion reigns as White struggles to keep up with the doctor's erratic movements, unable to predict his next move. Using a sonic screwdriver to manipulate the environment and create distractions, the doctor expertly disables White's remaining traps and closes in for the final confrontation. 
White, realizing the futility of the situation, frantically searches for an escape route. He should have had Jesse, by the way. Jesse would have shot the doctor. <laughs> well, no, he would have hesitated, and Walter would have told him to do it and be like, "Yeah, do it." Yeah, yeah. but the, do- the the doctor the doctor would do like a whole like standoff situation instead of like just disarming him or something like that. He would yeah. he would have been like, "No, no guns." And then that wouldn't work. No, <laughs> not with those guys. Um. <laughs> In a dramatic climax, the doctor corners White. Their gaze is locking in a battle of the wills. Now we're up to a battle of the wills. It's past a battle. It's past psychological warfare. It's the wills. White's desperation becomes palpable. And the doctor's determination intensifies. With a swift motion, the doctor disarms Walter White, knocking away any remaining devices of destruction. He stands tall, his gaze filled with a mix of compassion and sadness for the path White has chosen. White, defeated and broken, surrenders to the doctor's superior intellect and indomitable spirit. He realizes that he is outmatched both in physical progress and moral compass. Fair enough. Reluctantly, he accepts the doctor's victory, knowing that his reign as a criminal mastermind has come to an end. As the dust settles, the doctor extends a hand to Walter White. Who would I guess? Offering the possibility of redemption and a chance for a new path. He, the I, doctor would do that. The doctor actually would do that. Yeah. But I bet the AI is going to have this happen for like yeah, 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 I think these. so. Yeah. White humbled <laughs> and def- I might change it up. Yeah. That's I right. might say I'm, I'm okay. Someone must die. I, I, I don't know what the, it's going to allow. but It won't allow you to have <laughs> kill someone. But if you yourself, without telling me, changes the... Uh, change the White outcome. humbled and defeated accepts the doctor's offer, recognizing an opportunity for the redemption and the chance to make amends. So the doctor wins, which makes sense. Yeah, okay. Okay, what do we got next? All right. It is, uh, we've got Ace Ventura versus <laughs> Peter Venkman. This is, this is and if you don't know, he's Bill Murray from the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ace Ventura, the eccentric pet detective, mm-hmm. and Peter Venkman, the witty paranormal investigator, found themselves at odds in an unexpected encounter. The clash took place in a dimly lit, eerie mansion that was said to be haunted. As fate would have it, their unique skills and personalities collided in a battle of wits <laughs> and physical prowess. <laughs> Ace, known for his unconventional methods and unbridled enthusiasm, stepped into the haunted mansion determined to solve the mystery that was and, and <laughs> prove that there was a logical explanation behind the alleged paranormal activity. Peter, right. armed with his proton pack and quick wit, stood his ground, ready to confront any supernatural presence that dared to cross his path. So they're, they're, they're just a happenstance meeting happens, this happen- yeah. in this haunted mansion. The tension was palpable, palpable as the two men stood face to face, their eyes locked with a mix of curiosity and skepticism. Ace, confident with his abilities, unleashed a barrage of questions and observations, attempting to uncover the truth behind the supposed haunting. Peter, Unfazed by Ace's enthusiastic interrogation, responded with sarcastic remarks and sly humor. <laughs> I wish they would give us some dialogue. Right. This one really this needs one, dialogue. This is, this, out of all of them, this one needs dialogue. Yeah. He used his wit as a shield, deflecting Ace's inquiries while assessing the pet detective's vulnerabilities. 
Sensing the, the, the need to take action, Ace's eyes sparkled with determination. He swiftly darted through the mansion, exploring <laughs> every nook and cranny, searching for any evidence that would debunk the existence of ghosts. Meanwhile, Peter cautiously followed, observing Ace's movements with a mixture of amusement and curiosity. He monitored his surroundings, ready to unleash his paranormal equipment at the first sign of supernatural activity. So they're kind of working together? Well, they're both there doing a job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, Ace's antics lead him to a room filled with eerie sounds and flickering lights. As he attempted to unravel the mystery, a sudden gust of wind knocked him off balance. Unbeknownst to Ace, Peter had secretly activated a small device that created an illusion of a supernatural presence. Caught off guard, Ace stumbled temporarily disoriented. Sensing an opportunity, Peter sees the moment swiftly after activating his proton pack and firing a beam of energy towards Ace. <laughs> <laughs> the powerful force knocked the pet detective off his feet, leaving him momentarily incapacitated. As oh, Ace, he survived it. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. As Ace struggled to regain his composure, Peter stood over him, a mischievous smile playing on his lips. Oh, here's some dialogue. Here we go. Looks like the paranormal just got the better of you, my friend. He taunted. He shot him. Shot on back. His victory seemingly Fair assured. Enough. However, Ace, renowned for his resilience, was not one to be deterred. Easily, defeated easily. With a sudden burst of energy, he sprang back to his feet, his eyes gleaming with determination. Unbeknownst to Peter, Ace had secretly had been secretly oh, carrying a small tranquilizer dart gun, the tool yeah. of his trade. With lightning speed, Ace fired the dart towards Peter, who, caught off guard, stumbled backwards. The tranquilizer dart found its mark, temporarily incapacitating the paranormal investigator. Ace sees the moment, utilizing his agility and quick thinking to disarm Peter of, the, of his proton pack. He then restrained him, leaving him temporarily oh, wow. immobilized. So I feel like he's got this. I think so. Let's see. Standing over his subdued opponent, Ace smiled triumphantly. Looks like the pet detective triumphs over the paranormal investigator, he quipped, <laughs> his laughter echoing through the haunted mansion. <laughs> Though Peter had been defeated, he could help but chuckle in amusement. Well played, Ace, he conceded, recognizing the, Pete's, the pet de detective's resourcefulness. With mutual respect, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. two men. Wow, they, they get yeah, along. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Ace Matura. All right. Yeah. So I restarted my chat GPT. So maybe it'll give me some different kind of scripts. Uh, that's a good idea. I'm going to give it the same thing though. But it was basing everything off my first one. So who's next? Who is next? Next is John Wick versus Mad Ooh. Max. This one is going to be fun. The AI, whenever I do John Wick stuff, usually mentions that his dog was killed. Yeah, that's nice. like why he's doing it. So, so did <laughs> Mad Max kill his dog? But Mad Max also likes dogs. He has a dog in one of the movies, doesn't he? I think. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about including in the femme fatale category Furiosa from Fury Road, but then I then I had the idea of Mad Max. Oh fuck! John Wick. The AI did it. It Ooh. did it. I, I put. Write a scenario where John Wick fights Mad Max to the death. Oh, it did it? It didn't stop me. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Oh, it normally says no. It normally says due to my programming or whatever, we uh, we won't do that. It let it happen. Mm, so okay. I'm going to try that on the other ones. Okay. <laughs> to okay. the death now. No more shaking hands. We're done with those games. Mm, that's a good cider. We want to kill these people in our fictional scenarios. In a desolate post-apocalyptic wasteland, a legendary bounty hunter known as John Wick. Oh, it's John Wick in this universe, in the Mad Max universe. Okay, okay, I'm down with that. (laughs) A legendary bounty hunter known as John Wick finds himself on a personal mission to avenge the death of his beloved dog. Okay, I knew it was going to do it. Rumors have spread that the enigmatic and ruthless warlord Mad Max is responsible for the cruel act. He thinks Mad Max killed his dog. It's exactly what you so said. So Mad Max is a warlord in this? Yeah, he's a, he's a warlord. <laughs> it's okay. a sequel. I mean, it could happen. Okay, okay. Fair enough. I mean, I mean, I don't think Well, that... John Wick's I think the AI is like, well, John Wick always goes against yeah. a mob boss type like, guy. Like Mad Max I don't think would become a warlord, but we're going like to He is here. We're going to roll with it. Yeah. Anyways, determined to seek justice, John Wick sets out to confront his nemesis. The sun hangs high in the scorching sky as John Wick arrives at the outskirts of a makeshift fortress that serves as Mad Max's stronghold. Because John Wick's got shoe lot people. That's part of this. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Barbed wire fences, rusty vehicles, and a sense of impending danger surround the compound. I, I appreciate the Unfazed. sense of cinematic, like... Yeah. <laughs> Unfazed here. by the apocalyptic chaos... John Wick meticulously prepares for the confrontation, meticulously cleaning his guns and ensuring his knives are razor sharp. As the dusty wind picks up, John Wick infiltrates the fortress undetected, navigating through the maze of dilapidated structures and abandoned vehicles. The tense atmosphere is shattered by the roar of engines, singling Mad Max's imminent arrival. Out of the swirling dust emerges oh, a so thunderous... He's, he's setting a trap. He's yeah. waiting for him. Out of a swirling dust emerges a thunderous war rig, adorned with spikes and armor and driven by Mad Max himself. Noise. <laughs> with a fierce determination, John Wick steps forward, his dark suit billowing in the wind. Oh, he's still got the suit. Well, of course. <laughs> and yeah. John Wick Chapter 4, he's in the desert. So, so, so this is just a Mad Max... <laughs> The Mad Max universe, <laughs> but he's still got a, a black suit and tie. Well, it's John Wick, Colton. <laughs> nice, nice. They're not going to change his core character. I love it. I love <laughs> okay. it. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. His dark suit billowing in the wind while Mad Max, clad in tattered leather and fueled by survival instincts, takes his place at the helm of his war rig. The tension builds as the two legendary figures lock eyes, their gazes revealing a profound understanding of the violence that is about to ensue. (laughs) Without a moment's hesitation, the battle begins. John Wick's proficiency with firearms, firearms is unmatched. His precise shots taking down Mad Max henchmen with lethal accuracy. Mad Max, however, retaliates with relentless ferocity, wielding a modified shotgun that blasts through the air. It echoes reverberating throughout the wasteland. John Wick seamlessly transitions between firearms and hand-to-hand combat, his close-quarter combat skills proving invaluable against Mad Max's raw aggression. The fight becomes a symphony of bullets, punches, and bone-crunching strikes, each combatant testing the limits of their endurance. 
As the battle rages on, the combatants adapt, exploiting the environment to gain an upper hand. John Wick uses his surroundings to take cover, strategically maneuvering to gain tactical advantage. Mad Max, on the other hand, harnesses the chaos of the wasteland, yes. utilizing, utilizing the war wig's weaponry to unleash, unleash a barrage of explosive salvos. Nice. The fight reaches its climax as John Wick, battered and bloodied, finally gains the upper hand. Oh! He disarms Mad Max with a swift strike, leaving his opponent defenseless with a cold, determined look in his eyes. John Wick delivers a final blow. Oh, nice. Incapacitating Mad Max and avenging, avenging his fallen companion. Nice. As the dust settles and the silence falls upon the wasteland, John Wick stands victorious. He has triumphed against Mad Max, a symbol of lawlessness and chaos. <laughs> With a heavy heart and a sense of closure... John Wick bids farewell to the wasteland, carrying with him the memories of the relentless battle that fought on between two legendary warriors. Note this scenario is a fictional crossover and does not reflect any official storylines from Mad Max, John yeah, Wick, or Mad blah, Max franchises. Blah, blah, yeah. John Wick won. John Wick Clearly. won. I'm happy with that battle one. To the death. Um, I don't love how they portrayed Mad Max. Well, this is like as an like alter. A, as like, like a warlord, that's not Mad Max. However,. Maybe that's how they thought John Wick... I mean, I, how Mad Max would have a chance. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. <laughs> the thing is, I think John Wick... I was excited for this. I think John Wick and Mad Max are pretty evenly matched. Right. Like, realistically. Uh, maybe, but... I'll, I don't know. I haven't seen enough Mad Max, but it seems like he's stumbling through the desert a lot. So, Mad Max is a weird thing where... And that's why I think this... I think At it, least in Fury Road. I think it got it right. I think John Wick would win. But however, Mad Max is like a weird thing where like he gets captured. Well, you know why John Wick he won? doesn't he doesn't seem. Um, you know why he won though? What? Because Mad Max killed his dog. Of course, yeah. That's an automatic. Well, <laughs> well, you know, in general, like Mad Max movies do a thing where like he seems like he's stumbling his way through everything, but then they have a scene like in Fury Road. There's a scene where he just like there's a bunch of bad guys with their war rigs coming through the fog. And you can't see, and he's just like, "Give me that shotgun," and and then walks off onto the fog by himself. And you hear a bunch of gunshots, and he walks back. Nice. And they're all dead. Nice. So Mad Max is one of those characters where, like, he's like, I think Wick would have him a little bit more on hand to hand, maybe. Yeah, John. Well, it's it's my point is Mad Max is a character where like what we see is John Wick is way better, but Mad Math Mad Max has that myth behind him. True. But we actually see John Wick doing it. Yeah, no, I I like And that. he has a myth. That was fun, and I and I agree with the outcome. Okay. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt versus Blackbeard. Now, did you write in our stipulations? Yes. This is going to be Blackbeard and his crew versus Teddy Roosevelt and the Rough Riders. Yeah, of course. So let's see what this comes up with. The crashing waves of the open sea serve as the backdrop for an epic clash between two forces of vastly different eras. Yeah. <laughs> Blackbeard, the notorious pirate captain. I'm going to do a little bit of pirate thing. Yeah, yeah, you do, what you, uh, you do what you want. And his crew found themselves locked in a fierce battle against Theodore Roosevelt and his Rough Riders, a formidable group of skilled So they're on soldiers. a U.S. Navy ship, I, I guess. I guess. It doesn't seem they to must be. It's not explaining that. <laughs> Both sides were determined to emerge victorious, 
their resolve unyielding. Blackbeard, his black beard ablaze. <laughs> well, yeah, he lit it on fire and whatever. Commanding his pirate crew with a we did a pirates episode fear and, and loyalty. Their season suit. They were seasoned seafarers armed with cutlasses and muskets, ready to unleash chaos among their adversaries. Theodore Roosevelt, a charismatic leader, rallied his Rough Riders, who were armed with rifles and pistols, riding their horses. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, th- that's what they do. <laughs> Fair on enough. The, on the sea, okay. Maybe they're on the <laughs> ship already. <laughs> okay. With precision <laughs> and discipline. <laughs> The battle commenced as cannons roared and muskets fire, <laughs> fire filled the air. Blackbeard's crew, well-versed in naval warfare, employed cunning <laughs> tactics, attempting to board and overwhelm the Rough Riders with their superior... Okay, so, they have... They're on some kind of U.S. Navy ship or something. And they're also on horses. Well, they would be. They're on horses on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> their bloodless <laughs> and ruthless nature fueled... Well, they're the Rough Riders. Yeah. <laughs> fueled their attacks, creating an aura... Of fear and dread. Theodore Roosevelt, embodying his fearless spirit, fearlessly charged forward, leading his Rough Riders with unwavering determination. The Rough Riders skillfully maneuvered their horses with their precise <laughs> marksmanship. I can't get over that they're on their horses. This is great. Well, they would be. <laughs> You can't put, you know, I think it would be more unfair to put Blackbeard and his crew in just an open field. True. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, their precise marksmanship striking fear into the hearts of the pirates. As the clash intensified, Blackbeard and Theodore Roosevelt found themselves face to face, their Sick. eyes locked in a battle of wills. This is like that show where they had historical figures fight each other. Oh, Deadliest Warrior? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible show. Uh, very entertaining show. It's but, entertaining. But historically, accuracy, it's fucking awful it's really <laughs> that's bad. what i've heard um but it's fun i love that show when i was in middle school um <laughs> the, the unyielding determination the class of two heroes on opposing opposite sides of history with a thunderous crow cry blackbeard lunged at theodore roosevelt his cutlass gleaming under the sun roosevelt displaying his combat proudness evaded the attack with a swips a swift sidestep he retaliated with a powerful swing of his rifle, connecting with Blackbeard's side. Yeah, like the butt of the rifle. Yeah, yeah. I like that. The, pa- the pirate captain staggered, momentarily weakened by the blow. The Rough Riders, inspired by their leader's bravery, in- uh, intensified their assaults. Their rifles cracked, each bullet finding its mark with deadly accuracy. Maybe. Blackbeard's crew, outnumbered and outgunned, began to falter under the well, relentless better, assaults. They have rifles and other, the yeah. pirates have muskets. Yeah, so, yeah. That's, you know. it's, it's, it's not the fairest <laughs> um, matchup. But. It's fun, damn it. Um, as the battle raged on, it became clear that the... But either, neither was Wolverine and Danny DeVito. Or Walter so, White and the Doctor. Yeah, so let's... let's Danny DeVito won that. Uh, yeah, he did. Yes. As the battle raged on, it became clear that the superior discipline of the f- and firepower of the Rough Riders were beginning to America. turn the tide. Teddy, yes. Blackbeard's crew... <laughs> National parks. <laughs> yes. Their ranks dwindling began to retreat, realizing that victory was slipping from their grasps. 
Theodore Roosevelt, his eyes blazing with determination, pursued Blackbeard, determined to capture and or defeat the infamous pirate captain. With a final burst of energy, Roosevelt tackled Blackbeard to the ground, their bodies he colliding would. in he a clash of strength and will. Locked in desperate in a desperate struggle, the two leaders fought for dominance. Blackbeard, his pirate instincts honed through the years of plunder and combat, showcased his tenacity. Theodore Roosevelt, embodying the spirit of indomitable of an indomitable leader, drew him upon his military training and sheer willpower. With a swift, decisive move, Theodore Roosevelt managed to disarm Blackbeard and gain the upper hand. The nice. pirate's captain re, re, captain's reign of terror was brought to an end as Roosevelt subdued him, ensuring his capture. He captured him. He would. As Roosevelt would. He would capture him. Bring yeah. him to justice. Uh, breathing heavily, Theodore Roosevelt stood mis- victoriously <laughs> over the fallen Blackbeard. He extended a hand. Off- Just imagine red-faced Roosevelt with his mustache, breathing heavily. <laughs> uh, he ex- extended a hand, offering respect to his Bully. defeated... Uh, yeah, all that bullshit at the end here. Of ex- uh, being respectful to... Their- well, Roosevelt would. Yeah. Yeah, Theodore Roosevelt's Rough Riders emerged triumphant. Their victory, and then he would make you build victory. the Panama Canal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the victory a testament to their discipline, strategy, and unwavering determination. Uh, they stood as a symbol of the changing times, where law and order would prevail over lawlessness and piracy. Blackbeard's crew was taken into custody. The clash mm-hmm. between these, so they arrested all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just arrested all of them. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Uh, All right, what we got next? So uh, Roosevelt wins. Doom guy and okay. Drake. Write a scenario in which I'm Doom very, guy very interested in this one. Fights Nathan Drake. It, it should let me do it again. I did it once. Because death. Because let's be realistic. Doom guy would win. He would win against any of these people. Yeah, Doom guy could take all of them on at once. Yeah, probably even the doctor. Yeah. Doom guy's pure spite. Yeah. And rage. It can but, be the, but anyways, let's but, see what it is. But you said video game characters and I and I was trying to be fun with it. So I chose right. Nathan Drake. I thought you were gonna do like Link or Samus or like someone Samus would have been good. Samus that would have been really good. Anyways, write a scenario in which Doom Guy fights Nathan Drake to the death. Nice. It's gonna do it. It did it. It did it again. Oh yes, yes. In a mysterious ancient temple hidden deep within the treacherous jungles of South America, a battle of legends is about to unfold. Doom Guy, the iconic and relentless <laughs> demon slayer, finds himself on a mission to retrieve a powerful artifact rumored to hold unimaginable power. Unbeknownst to him, Nathan Drake, the intrepid treasure hunter, has also set his sights on the same artifact. Their paths collide within the dark labyrinth of corridors of the ancient temple, setting the stage for an epic clash. Doom Guy, clad in his iconic green armor, steps cautiously. He wouldn't step cautiously. He would be blazing through it. Let's be real. Steps cautiously through the eerie chamber, his trusted shotgun at the ready. I'm assuming the super shotgun. (laughs) Yeah, he wouldn't be... Cautiously, he'd be leaping through the jungle (laughs) with a super shotgun, (laughs) shooting everything that moves. (laughs) The flickering torches cast shadow, long shadows. Benefit of the doubt, assuming this is um, pre Doomslayer. It's just Doom Guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Just, this is Doom 1. Doom it 2 seems era. seems like that's more... But not Doom 64 era. That's kind of when it becomes Doom Slayer. No, like Doom 1 and 2. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways. I, I lost where I was, Colton. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. The flickering torches cast long shadows against the ancient stone walls. Meanwhile, Nathan Drake donning his rugged adventure attire. Is this the Tom Holland version? No, no, no. The is, Nathan Fillion version. No, this is Nolan the, North. This is, this is Nolan North. Okay, okay. Don't don't do him injustice <laughs> like that. Hey, <laughs> I don't know what the AI is gonna do to it's us. It's Nolan North. Come on. Okay, okay. <laughs> Donning his rugged adventure attire, carefully navigates the treacherous terrain, equipped with his trusty pistol. Cool. Which he took off. And he would also have like an AK-47. And he would also have an Uzi. Which he all took off dead people. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, the silence is shattered as a horde of demonic creatures emerge from the death. Holy shit. Well, because it's Doom. Of course. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Drawn by the presence of the artifact, Doom Guy charges forward, his weapon unleashing a barrage of shells, tearing through the monstrous adversaries with unparalleled precision and unyielding determination because he's Doom Guy and he Doom would. Guy. He would. <laughs> Doom guy. Each shot echoes throughout the chamber, creating a symphony of chaos and destruction. <laughs> Nathan Drake, no stranger to danger, quickly adapts. <laughs> Utilizing his environment to his advantage, he leaps from crumbling platforms. <laughs> the pl platforming. Platforming, yes. <laughs> Maneuvering with agility and expertly dispatching any enemies that cross his path. His quick wit and resourcefulness allow him to navigate the treacherous terrain while seeking an opportunity to gain an upper hand. The battle between the two legends escalates as Doomguy's raw power and unrelenting onslaught clash with Nathan Drake's tactical prowess and dexterity. Mm, the exchange yeah. of gunfire fills the chamber. The air thick with tension as bullets whiz by, narrowly missing their targets. Doom Guy's explosive arsenal and heavy weaponry shake at the very foundation of the ancient temple, while Nathan Drake relies on his cunning, using cover and stealth to his advantage. Despite their contrasting styles, both combatants Combatants share a relentless determination and refusal to back down. Each blow they exchange is met with a counterattack. Their movements a deadly dance of precision and skill. The clash of metal against metal and the echo of gunfire reverberate through the temple <laughs> as the battle reaches its climax. Ooh. In a final confrontation, Doom Guy closes us in. Closes in, his fist fueled by unwavering rage. Nathan Drake, armed with a grappling hook, <laughs> swings from above, delivering swift and calculated strikes. The atmosphere crackles with intensity as the two warriors engage in a brutal and unforgiving hand-to-hand -hand combat, each blow shaking the very foundations of the temple. It's Doom Guy's blows that's shaking the foundations of the temple, not Nathan Drake. In the end, however, Doomguy's sheer resilience and indomitable spirit proved to be too much for Nathan Drake. Of course. <laughs> With one final devastating blow, Doomguy stands victorious, having emerged triumphant from the fierce duel. Exha he wouldn't be exhausted. Exhausted and bloodied, yeah. he reclaims the artifact, his mission complete. As the echoes of battle fade away, Doomguy, bathed in the dim light of the temple, takes a moment to honor his fallen adversary. He pays his respects to Nathan Drake, recognizing the courage and tenacity of the legendary treasure hunter. With a solemn nod, 
he leaves the ancient temple, the artifact in his possession, and the memory of an intense battle etched into his very being. I mean, he would. He, but he killed him. He did kill him. <laughs> and he and he would give him a good, a little nod there. Because yeah. he's like, this is a regular ass human. That was crawling, who, jumping off platforms and grabbing. gave me a hard time here. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's worthy. Well, Doom Guy was um, just a Marine. Yeah, fair at, at one yeah. point. Yeah, we're assuming this is before yeah. it became Do- is, demigod. Yeah, we're Doom assuming Slayer. this is Doom Guy, not Doom Slayer. Yeah. Anyway, next is Ellen Ripley versus the mm. Bride. You have to, it ready to the death. Did you do it? Yes. Did it let you do it? Yes. Do you think maybe the AI is like, well, this is a fictional scenario? Maybe. So let's stop being a hard ass about it. Yeah, I don't know. It was giving us a hard time the other day. It really was. It was like, I cannot like, write I a scenario. I can't like process this. that stuff because it's against my programming. In a way. Shut up. Um, apparently it's not, though. It's, uh, it's, it's going with it. In a desolate warehouse, dimly lit and filled with an air of tension. Two formidable women prepared. This episode's a long episode, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah it'll, it'll be good, though. Uh, two formidable women prepared to face Two-parter? each other in a battle that would... Maybe. We'll see. Depends on how long it comes out to be. Yeah. Two formidable women prepared to face each other in a battle that would leave only one standing. Ellen Ripley, the survivor of countless extraterrestrial horrors, horrors stood at one end. Horrors. Her eyes focused and her heart steady at the other end. The bride, an unstoppable force seeking vengeance excluded Ooh, i hope we get the bride versus john wick Ooh, I, I hope really that happens good. Be, yeah excluded uh deadly calmness their eyes locked ripley and the bride acknowledged their gra- the gravity of their situation each recognized each other as a formidable opponent their paths of resilience and determination converging in this fateful confrontation Without a word, Ripley drew her pulse rifle. Cold, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like Fair a duel type of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> her, the cold metal reflecting the faint light in the warehouse. The bride, armed with her iconic Hanzo sword, of course. Sh- yeah, of course. Thank yeah. you. Uh, shifted into a battle-ready stance. Her eyes. Imagine if she just gets shot and is like, <laughs> "Well, that's it. That's it." Yeah. Uh, she 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 did that once. Uh, the bu- she did uh, get shot. She yeah. got shot at the, tra- the trailer. Yeah. Just opened the door and shot her. Uh, shifted into a battle-ready stance, her eyes fixed on Ripley with an unwavering intensity. The air crackled with anticipation as the two women prepared to unleash their skills upon each other. Ripley's survival instincts, honed through countless encounters with otherworldly creatures, clashed against the bride's relentless training and determination. The battle erupted with explosive force, Ripley utilizing her Agility and combat experience expertly evaded the bride's slashing strikes. She retained with preci- she re- retaliated with precision shots from her pulse rifle. No mech, no mech, just okay. just a pulse rifle. Fair enough. Uh, the burst of energy narrowly missing narrowly missing the bride's nimble form. The bride, undetermined, closed the distance with lightning speed. Her sword sliced through the air with the deadly precision. Each swing aimed at incapacitating her opponent. Ripley's uh, quick, uh, quick to adapt, dodged and parried. Her moment, wow. Her, her movements, a testament to her survival instinct and resilience. Uh, yeah, I guess if you can survive a xenomorph, fair uh, yeah, enough. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> uh, as the battle raged on, the warehouse became a battlefield of intensity and raw power. The echoes of cl- clashing metal and the grunts of exertion 
reverberated through the air. Ripley and the bride fought with unwavering resolve, neither willing to concede an inch. The moment of uh, split-second decision-making, Ripley abandoned her pulse rifle, opting for close-quarters combat. For the mech. (laughs) (laughs) She drew a combat knife, meeting the bride's sword with furious slashes and thrusts. I think that was a bad decision. Yeah, probably, but we'll see. (laughs) The metallic clash of their weapons filled the warehouse, a symphony of strength and skill. With each passing moment, it became evident that these women were evenly matched in their determination and proudness. Their movements became fluid, each anticipating the other's move. Ripley's survival instincts meddled with... The bride's unyielding determination. It keeps saying those those words there. Over uh, there. No, yeah. yeah. Creating a clash of sheer, sheer willpower. But as the battle neared, neared its climax, an unexpected turn of events unfolded. Uh. Ripley, re- recognizing an opening, ex- executed a swift and decisive strike, incapacitating the bride. Ripley wins? I think so. Uh, the bride, wounded in weakness, could no longer continue the fight. Yes. Breathing heavily, Ripley stood over her defeated opponent. Her knife still held firmly in her hand. So the warehouse. Yeah. The warehouse fell silent, save for the echoes of their battle. The triumph was hers, and the weight of the moment settled I did not expect her. that one. With a m- mixture of exhaustion and respect, Ripley extended a hand to the bride. Uh, I told friends. it. To, I told it to the death. It's going off the previous scripts. Yeah, you would have to restart it fresh. Yeah, I think I need to. Yeah, uh, but yeah. That's up to you. But blah blah blah. You know, uh, Ripley won. <laughs> that one surprised me. Yeah. Because hand to hand combat. I mean, I would give that to the bride. I mean, Ripley. I was gonna give her the advantage because. She has guns and a mech and yeah. flamethrowers and shit. Yeah. But, but no, it went to hand-to-hand combat but, and but Ripley the bride still... has a samurai sword. Yeah. But then yeah. when it went to hand-to-hand combat, I was like, oh, well, the bride's got this. But no. But no, no. The AI... The AI so the this Ripley. round, we're done with this round here. Let's All see. right, let's move on. Spider-Man versus Daniel Vito, Spider-Man 1. Where are we on the recording? We are There. Oh, we're, it just seems like it's we're way actually longer. Doing I fine. felt like it was two hours yeah. already, Colton. Uh, Spider Man vs. Jeff Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is defeated. Well, if we're not close to done by two, it's going to be a two parter, guys. Yeah. Uh, Batman and Green Arrow. Batman is victorious. Walter White and the Doctor. The Doctor is victorious. Ace Ventura and Peter Venkman. Ace Ventura was victorious. John Wick and Mad Max. John Wick was victorious. Theodore Roosevelt and Blackbeard. Theodore Roosevelt was victorious. Doom Guy and Nathan Drake. They go into Doom Guy. And Ellen Ripley versus The Bride went to Ripley. So, okay, so now here we go. Marvel versus DC. Spider-Man versus Batman. Batman. <laughs> Write a scenario. Now, should I have them fight to death? Because they won it. In canon, they won it. Fight to the then death. Then no, yeah, just say there, there must be a victor. Okay. Yeah. Because they, they, they wouldn't fight to the death. That's like both of these characters, that's like a big thing. Not killing. Is not killing. Because realistically, either of them could kill each other in different ways. Spider-Man could just punch Batman's head off. Yeah. Uh, Batman could just like launch a nuke at him because he's rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fair enough. Anyways, 
Let's. Okay, I said write a scenario where Batman and Spider Man fight. There must be a victor. Yes. In the heart of the sprawling metropolis, the night is shrouded in darkness and danger Ooh. lurks in every corner. Batman, the legendary Dark Knight, silently glides through the shadows, his keen senses ever vigilant. Meanwhile, Spider Man, the friendly neighborhood web slinger, swings effortlessly between skyscrapers, his spider sense alerting him to impending threats. Activate Spider Sense! A chance encounter leads these two iconic heroes to clash in an epic showdown where only one can emerge victorious. Okay. Yes. Batman, clad in his black suit, steps onto the moonlit rooftop, his cape billowing behind him. Across the way, Spider-Man perches on a gargoyle, his red and blue costume reflecting the city lights. Brief moment attention passes as the heroes lock eyes. The weight of their respective responsibilities hanging heavy in the air. Deep. Nice. With, <laughs> yeah. Without hesitation, the battle begins. Batman's martial arts prowess and strategic mind come to play as he launches a series of calculated strikes, his gloved fists landing with precision. Spider-Man, with his incredible agility and web-slinging abilities, evades the attacks. He quickly, uh, His quick reflexes allow him to counter a swift and acrobatic moves. The confrontation becomes a dance of skill and agility with Batman and let's be real. Spider-Man would be Batman. Come on, let's be real. I, you Batman yeah. stands out there. Ooh, he's prepared. This is a random fight. Yeah. Yeah. This is assuming that they're not prepared for this. Spider-Man can lift a truck or a building or whatever. Spider can stop a moving truck, a train. Yeah. Like <laughs> we're crying out loud. Anyways, the confrontation becomes a dance of skill and agility, with Batman and Spider-Man trading blows and dodging each other's attacks with astonishing precision. Spider-Man threw Hulk into space one time in the 90s because they did anything they wanted back then. Anyways. <laughs> the 90s were a, the Wild West. he punched West. Hulk into space? The 90s were the Wild West. That's comics. when he was in the 75-ton class in yeah. the 90s. Yeah, He's like 25-ton now. 90s were weird. Yeah, the extreme. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Batman's gadgets and utility belt give him an edge as he deploys smoke pellets, grappling hooks, and batarangs to disrupt Spider-Man's rhythm. Spider-Man, in turn, employs his web shooters, creating intricate webs to ensnare Batman and restrict his movements. He swings from webs, using his agility to deliver rapid kicks and punches. His spider senses grants him heightened awareness, enabling him to anticipate Batman's moves. Uh, so he doesn't and, have to activate his spider and react. With, no, not in this scenario. And he can react to Batman's moves with lightning fast reflexes because he did that amazing Spider-Man 2. We did a commentary on it. Yes. He dodges lightning. Yes. Casually. Go listen, like, <laughs> go listen to that commentary. Yeah. As the battle intensifies, the combatants adapt their strategies. Batman uses his surroundings to his advantage, disappearing into the shadows and launching surprise attacks. Spider-Man utilizes his webs to create traps and distractions, aiming to immobilize his formidable opponent. In the decisive moment, Batman, driven by unwavering determination, manages to land a crippling blow. Oh. Exploiting a split-second opening in Spider-Man's defenses, Spider-Man, stunned but not defeated, retaliates with a web blast, disorientating Batman and temporarily immobilizing him. Nice. With the fight nearing its climax, Spider-Man delivers a powerful punch, 
sending Batman crashing into a nearby rooftop. <laughs> Man, Spider-Man just said, fuck it. <laughs> just, I'm just going just gonna to gonna really punch this guy. Knock this guy out. <laughs> yeah. You know how I was punching Doc Ock and not really because he would have been dead if I was? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to do that now. <laughs> so I'm just gonna Anyways. <laughs> uh, send him crashing a nearby rooftop. Batman, bruised and battered, struggles to regaining his footing. It's like that time where but, Spider-Man beat up Kingpin. And was just, just to prove it. And was yeah. just like, by the way, Kingpin, I could do this anytime I wanted. I just don't. Yeah. Well, because Kingpin was threatening at me and he was just like, fuck this. I'm going to yeah. beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Anyways, recognizing his adversary's resilience. Wait, 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 wait. Where are we? Batman, bruised and battered, struggles to regain his footing. But the blow takes its toll. Recognizing his adversary's resilience, Spider-Man extends a hand, offering assistance. Because he would, because Spider-Man's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. In a moment of mutual respect, Batman accepts the hand, acknowledging Spider-Man's formidable skills and unwavering dedication to justice. The battle ends, but the memory of their intense confrontation lingers, a testament to the indomitable spirit of both heroes. In this encounter, Spider-Man emerges as the victor. Yes. His agility, superhuman powers, spider sense giving him not even a slight advantage. Come on, AI. Yeah. Not a slight not, advantage. Not a slight, yeah. It's being nice. Well, to be now, fair. Now, Batman with prep time. Well, no, you know, I'm, you I'm, I'm just going to say, to be fair, Batman. No, I know. I know because he's Batman. Because he's Batman, because that's how the writers treat him. He yeah. can kind of do shit that there's no fucking way it's he like should just be able to make do. him a super soldier or something at this yeah. point. With a nod, um, with a nod of acknowledgement, Spider-Man swings away, leaving Batman to regroup and continue his mission to protect Gotham City. Oh, they were in Gotham. Ah, that's cool. Nice. I was wondering um, what city they so were. So Spider-Man won. Nice. Nice. He gave Nick? he he fought Batman what seems like to be fair for a while. Then he gave him a big punch. Yeah, and <laughs> that's pretty so much. Next, this is gonna be fun. We've got the Doctor versus Ace Ventura. Ooh. Now <laughs> I also I did not put to the death because the Doctor and also Ace Ventura they're not they're not those types of characters. But okay, fair enough. Definitely not. But the you doctor. put you there must be a victor, right? Yes. Okay. Definitely not the Doctor though. That's not his thing. Uh. In a bizarre twist of events, <laughs> yes, the Doctor, a Time Lord from Gallifrey, with a knack for saving the universe, finds himself face to face with Ace Ventura, the zany pet detective, <laughs> known for his unconventional methods. Yeah, both renowned please, for their Ace Ventura, please, <laughs> yeah, please win this. Both renowned in an alternate universe, Jackson, we would have gotten um, Walter White versus Peter Venkman. Too. Right, we would have been pretty good. Both renowned for their unique approaches to problem solving. It was only a matter of time before their path paths crossed. <laughs> the unlikely confrontation takes place on the exotic planet. Yes, it was a matter of time. Yes. On the exotic planet. Oh, they're of, on a p- different planet. They are. That's pretty good. Of Zorbalx Seven. <laughs> A world, a world teeming with peculiar creatures okay. and mysterious artifacts. Right. The Doctor, accompanied by by their faithful TARDIS. Oh, well, oh, okay, it's TARDIS. Well, yeah, I thought he was gonna have his companion. That would have been interesting. Yeah, uh, lands on Zorbak Seven to investigate the anomaly anomaly that threatens to de- destabilize. <laughs> it's the anomaly. <laughs> I bet so. Uh, that threatens to destabilize the planets. 
delicate ecosystem. Oh. Unbeknownst to the doctor, Ace Ventura has been pursuing, <laughs> pursuing an alien creature known as the Bluff Thor. <laughs> This, is this one's going hard. <laughs> this one's uh, like very brick and morty. Suspected of causing chaos within lo- the local wildlife. As the doctor delves <laughs> deeper into the planet's secrets, they come across a perplexing puzzle that requires solving to uh, solving to avert a d- disaster. With their sonic screwdriver in hand, the doctor begins to decipher the intricate mechanisms when suddenly... Ace Ventura bursts into the scene, <laughs> accompanying by a menagerie of animals. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, that's part of his power set. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Ace, Ace, driven by his unyielding determination to catch the Bluffosaur, <laughs> makes the doctor's actions mistakes the mistakes the doctor, doctor's actions for interference. Of course, yeah. it's all misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah. The quick-witted a quick-witted banter ensues as the doctor and Ace Ventura <laughs> oh, I'd love trade to see that verbal jabs, each defending their own methods and expertise. The doctor relying <laughs> on their vast knowledge and expert of the experience in traveling traversing time and space argues for a more calculated and systematic approach to the problem. Which doctor do you think this might be? This feels more like He's a Matt Smith. having an argument with him. Matt He's... Smith or or David Tennant type of doctor. Right. Yeah. Um, Ace, on the other hand, champions his animal instincts and unorthodox investigative techniques, claiming that they are the key to unlocking the truth. Their claim reaches a boiling point, as both protagonists decide that the only way to settle their disputes is through a head-to-head competition. Mm. They agree on a series of challenges to test their wit, oh, fair. resourcefulness. Okay. Okay. And so they're not going to fight. They're going to yeah, have a competition. This is, this is good. Good. Uh, resourcefulness and ingenuity. The tasks range from deciphering alien codes to outsmarting <laughs> elusive creatures in a treacherous jungle. Right. Well, Ace Ventura also has like cartoony powers, you know. What I yeah, mean? I, I I would say realistically, the Doctor has a little bit of a an advantage here. He has but comedy writing, but on his side. Ace Ventura, yeah, and he's Jim com- Carrey. Yeah, so. has Jim Carrey powers. So. Yeah. As the challenges appro- uh, progress, it becomes evident that while the Doctor possesses an unparalleled intellect and encyclopedic knowledge of the universe. <laughs> Ace Ventura's unbridled determination and connection with animals grant him a unique advantage. Right. Ace's resourcefulness allows him to tap into the Zorblack Seven's <laughs> animal kingdom. Nice. Use, using their assistance <laughs> to overcome all obstacles and gain the upper hand. In the final test, the Doctor and Ace mm. find themselves in a high-stakes game of survival against a formidable creature that embodies the chaotic nature of of the bluff Thor. <laughs> the but doc- it's not the bl- bluff Thor. No, no. It embodies, embodies, embodies the chaotic nature. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Um, glad, I'm glad we... Yes. <laughs> the doctor tries to reason with the creature, attempting to find a peaceful resolution, while Ace channels his animal connection <laughs> skills to uh, establish a connection with the bluff Thor. Mm. In a stunning turn of events, Ace's empathetic approach touches the bluff Thor, Revealing that its chaotic-inducing actions were unintentional, driven by a misunderstood misunderstood desire for companionship. Oh. As Ace calms the creature, so it, it is the Blaffor. It is, yeah, and it embodies the Blaffor's chaos. chaos <laughs> okay, okay, yes. Okay. Um, 
As Ace calms the creature, it willingly surrenders, allowing the doctor to stabilize the planet's ecosystem. Mm, so they teamed up a little. They teamed up a little bit. Good one, but uh, Ace still Ace still won the competition. He won the competition. Yeah. Uh, recognizing Ace's unique talents and compassion, the doctor concedes defeat, acknowledging that sometimes a different perspective can yield extraordinary results. That's a good Doctor Who episode. With a yes, with with Jim Carrey, I'd, I'd be so down for that. Um, let's get him to play the Doctor. I dare you. The oh, first non-British Doctor. There'd be riots on an American Doctor. Jim Carrey, though, would it be as bad? But an American, though, it would be riots. No, in true, the true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who fans would not be down <laughs> with that. Um, I would. Doctor concedes. I'm not defeat. a Doctor uh, Who fan. So. With with a newfound respect for each other, the Doctor and Ace Ventura parts ways, knowing that their paths may cross again in the vast expanse of time and space. Right. This unlikely encounter of Ace Ventura emerges the victor showcasing his exceptional bond with animals and his ability to uncover hidden truths. However, the doctor gains valuable insight from the encounter, adding yet another unique experience to their expanding repertoire of adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Ace, Ace, Ace Ventura won. Ace Ventura won. In this competition of... Yes. W- of wits. wits and, yeah. And um, controlling this blue snarp or whatever. So it is. next is uh, John Wick and the Teddy Ru- or what is it? What was it called? Bluffsaur or something, something like, like that. I don't remember. I'm already forgetting. What's the next uh, one? John Wick and Teddy Roosevelt. Ooh. <laughs> now I think this is to the death. I think it's fair that this is John Wick versus Teddy Roosevelt and his Rough Riders because that's what he had in the last <laughs> encounter. Do you think that's yeah. fair? Yeah. I mean, I mean, John Wick took on Mad Max and a bunch of other people in the last one. So, <laughs> I gotta say, Ace Cider Company um, makes some really good stuff, and uh, it's a little bit sweeter than I usually prefer for ciders. But this pineapple cider is very good. But that that blood orange cider that you had for the space episode a while back. That one was fantastic. I thought about getting it again. Great cider. All right, I've been here we trying go. Here to we convince go. my boss to bring it in and sell it at the, at the store I work at. Should. Yeah. It's good stuff. Space cider. That's what it is. In the vast plains of the American West, a clash of legends is about to unfold. Mm. John Wick, the legendary assassin, finds himself in the midst of a perilous situation. Pursued by a relentless group of bounty hunters. Unbeknownst to him, Theodore Roosevelt, the indomitable 26th president of the United States. Oh, so he's president at this point. Yeah. He's okay. that era. Okay, okay. But still with the... Well, okay. he has the power of the president. Yeah. So That's he, a lot of power. Okay. <laughs> uh, rides forth with his rough riders, a renowned cavalry uh, unit. Their paths intersect in a rugged canyon. Settling the stage for an epic battle to the death. Yes. <laughs> John Wick, with a stoic determination, takes cover behind some rocky outcrops, meticulously checking his weapons. His sleek suit, now smudged with dirt, contrasts with the harsh landscape. Meanwhile, Theodore Roosevelt, donned in uniform that bears the weight of his military experience. It bears the weight of his military experience. Rallies his rough riders, armed with rifles and steadfast resolve. The canyon erupts with the thunder of hooves and the crackling of gunfire as the rough riders charge forward. 
Their war cries echoing through the air. Yes. John Wick, ever composed, unleashes a storm of bullets. So this is With this, a modern like Beretta, by the way. This is something. a very unfair situation. This is an open area where John Wick is being assaulted by people on horses. Yeah. Yeah. But John Wick can do horses too. He can do that kind of stuff. We've seen it. He's the horse as a weapon in one of them or whatever. Nice. Yeah. He hit the horse and then kicked the guy. Yeah. yeah. The Rough Riders charge forward. Their war cries echoing through the air. John Wick, ever composed, unleashes a storm of bullets, picking off his pursuers with unmatched precision. Nice. The relentless onslaught of the Rough Riders, undeterred by the deadly hailstorm, presses forward. Theodore Roosevelt, leading from the front, stands tall amidst the chaos, his booming voice commanding his troops. The Rough Riders, a diverse band of soldiers, exhibit unwavering loyalty to their leader and a ferocity that mirrors their namesake. Bullets fly and ricochet off the canyon walls as the two forces clash in a display of unyielding wills. John Wick's hand-to-hand combat skills come into play as the Rough Riders close in. With okay. swift and calculated movements, he incapacitates his adversaries with bone-crushing strikes and so, decisive blows. So there come there. Uh, let me get this straight. He's a, they're approaching on horseback, and he is just hand-to-hand combat taking them down. He would. I mean, have you seen the John Wick movies? That's pretty cool. (laughs) Anyways, uh, his efficiency and lethal precision leave a trail of fallen enemies in his wake. Teddy Roosevelt, however, proves to be a formidable opponent, embodying the spirit of a warrior. With a powerful charge, he meets John Wick head on, engaging in a physical confrontation that tests both combatants to their limits. The clash of strength and skill reverberates through the canyon their respective determination fueling the intensity of the battle. Despite his, un- despite his relentless resolve, Theodore Roosevelt ultimately finds himself outmatched by John Wick's lethal prowess. In a final decisive moment, John Wick delivers a fatal blow, felling the indomitable leader and leaving the Rough Riders disoriented and leaderless. As the dust settles and the silence falls upon the canyon, John Wick stands as the victor. John Wick and Doom Guy. It's gonna be in between them, right? Yes, like that's what I is. feel like. It, no, that's what that that is that is what's next after uh, the no, next uh-huh. round. Yeah. Um, if Doom Guy wins, right? Yeah. Uh, his breathing heavy and his body marked with bruises of blood. The remaining Rough Riders, recognizing the immense skill and tenacity of their fallen leader's adversary, he killed the president, by the way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reluctantly lay down their arms. They papered the respects to Theodore Roosevelt, their fallen comrade, and acknowledged the unparalleled prowess of John Wick. Nice. With a nod of mutual respect, John Wick disappears into the shadows, leaving behind a <laughs> battlefield marked by the clash of two legendary forces. The memory of the intense battle and the formidable Rough Riders will forever be etched in his mind, a testament to the indomitable spirit of warriors who once rode through the pages of history. Note, this scenario's fictional depiction does not reflect any <laughs> events and historical interactions between John Wick and Theodore Roosevelt and his Rough Riders. Historical interactions? I mean, does that imply <laughs> that John Wick existed? Historically? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so John Wick wins, unsurprisingly, actually. Yeah, that's not too... John, yeah. And we did, yeah... Like I said, John Wick versus Theodore Roosevelt and his Rough Riders. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and Which drug- the AI probably would have given us a situation like that. Most by likely. Because on the Mad Max one, it had John Wick fight like a bunch of guys before he got the jump. I mean, uh, Mad Max. Yeah, it's... But, so, you know. But yeah, I, I felt... I thought we just had to specify that because it was... All right, fair. so what's next? Next is Doom Guy versus Ellen Ripley. Huh. Which is like cool because it's both alien stuff. But we'll see how this goes. Right. To the death. No, this would be. Yes. In a harrowing clash of worlds, Ellen Ripley, the tenacious survivor. There's actually a really good Doom Total Conversion mod that makes it Uh, the Alien games. Yeah, you mentioned that to me a while back. That sounds awesome. There's a lot of cool Doom mods out there. I could do a whole episode. We should probably start Twitch streaming or something like that. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, go on. In a harrowing clash of worlds, Ellen Ripley... The tenacious survivor from the Alien franchise finds herself thrust into a, ten- a treacherous battle against Doom Guy, the <laughs> yeah. legendary Demon Slayer from the yeah. iconic Doom series. Oorah. The two heroes, with a history of facing unimaginable horrors, mm-hmm. they now stand on opposing sides, destined to fight to the death. The confrontation takes place within the derelict ruins of a space station. Its corridor, nice. corridors echoing with the haunting memories of past encounters. Ripley, armed with her trusty pulse rifle, moves stealthily, her senses heightened by years of combating extraterrestrial horrors. Mm-hmm. She knows that Doomguy, a relentless force of destruction, will not be an easy adversary. No, not at all. <laughs> Unleashing a guttural roar, Doomguy charges forward, his iconic <laughs> green armor gleaming yes, under the dim, flickering yes. lights. Armed with a devastating arsenal of weapons, he unleashes... Oh, yeah, he has his whole load. He's got all of it. Yeah. <laughs> he Not unle- just a shotgun. Yeah. He unleashes a, ha- a hail of bullets <laughs> rock and rockets upon Ripley, yeah. seeking to overwhelm her with sheer firepower. Ripley, accustomed to facing monstrous creatures expertly takes cover, evading the onslaught. As the battle intensifies, Ripley deploys her resourcefulness, rigging improvised traps and using her environment to gain the upper hand. Fair. She lures Doom, Doom Guy into, a nor- into narrow corridors where his heavy armor impedes his agility, giving her a fleeting advantage. Fleeting. Ripley's precise marksmanship and quick reflexes allow her to land shots on Doom Guy, causing his armor to dent and spark. Undeterred, Doom Guy adapts to the situation, unleashing a powerful shotgun blast that sends Ripley flying, temporarily disarming her. Sensing an opportunity, Doom Guy closes in, engaging. Glory kill! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Rips her spine out. <laughs> <laughs> Doom Guy closes in, engaging Ripley in close quarters combat. She's His flickering blue. Get her. <laughs> right. Okay, go on. His brutal strength and relentlessness. I've been playing a lot of Doom. Yeah. Okay. His brutal strength and relentlessness, uh, relentless aggression are unleashed as he delivers bone crushing punches and kicks, striving to subdue Ridley once and for all. But Ripley, Ridley, Ripley. <laughs> Not Ridley Scott, the creator yeah, of Alien. Ripley. Uh, uh, but Ripley, fueled by her unyielding will to survive, cr- uh, refuses to succumb. 
She encounters Doom Guy's onslaught with her own hand-to-hand combat skills, fighting back with every ounce okay. of strength she possesses. Ripley's resourcefulness and agility allow her to evade Doom Guy's most devastating attacks, retaliating with swift strikes aimed at exploiting weaknesses in his armor. As the a, obvious ab spot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Muscles bulging out. The yeah. muscle spots, yeah. yeah. Uh, as their battle rages this on... This is definitely 90s Doom Guy, and I love it. Uh, yeah, so no, definitely, yeah. As the battle rages on, both Ripley and Doom Guy endure grie- uh, grievous injuries, their bodies battered and bloodied. Yet neither warrior relinquishes their unwavering determination. With her last reserves of energy, Ripley managed to retrieve her flamethrower, a Uh-oh. weapon she knows all too well from her counters with the Xenomorphs. Mm-hmm. Challenging every ounce of survival instinct, or channeling every ounce of survival instinct, Ripley directs a torrent of searing flames towards Doom Guy that he engulfs him. Searing his armor and engulfing him in an inferno of destruction, Doom Guy, while formidable, is ultimately overwhelmed by the relentless flames. Flamethrower. With Doom Guy engulfed in flames, Ripley steps back gasping for breath, her entire body aching from the ordeal in the aftermath of the battle. She stands as the victor. Really? Having managed to over... Yeah. <laughs> having managed to overcome the seemingly unstoppable force that is Doom Guy. But the victory comes at a great cost. Both Ripley and Doom Guy bear the scars of their brutal encounter. Mm. As the flames subside, Ripley takes a moment to reflect on the fight, understanding the immense skill and resilience possessed wow. by all an adversary. She okay. pays her respects to, yeah, and blah, 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 blah. The AI blah. really must like the Alien series because, honestly, yeah. Ripley would have lost to the bride, realistically. Oh, realistically, yeah. There's no way. <laughs> but um, and then she beats Doom Guy. Yeah. Flamethrower. So in this round, uh, Spider-Man lost. Can I take it? No, Spider-Man won. No, Batman won. No, Spider-Man oh, beat Spider-Man. Batman. Spider-Man won? Yeah, Shit. play it back. You're just assuming what fanboys want. No, Spider-Man beat Batman. And then Doctor versus Ace Ventura. Ace that, Ventura won. That was, that was fun. I got P. Um, John Wick and Teddy Roosevelt. John Wick won. And Doom Guy and Ellen Ripley. Ellen Ripley won. And we are back from our break. Yes. I texted you when we, when we took the break so we can edit it out, Colton. Sweet. Make it nice. I don't know where my phone is. I lost it. I heard it. It's here. Yeah. No, it's here. Somewhere. All right, so who do we have next? Spider-Man oh. versus Ace Ventura. <laughs> that's that's how I ended up. Okay, that's great. Yep. God, man, I want a Doom guy to go in. I expected Doom guy to... to but to the flamethrower. I'm glad it busted that out. Yeah, that actually. was fun. <laughs> Would that realistically have stopped him? No. Probably not, but no. Okay. He's used to hell, you know. <laughs> the, the rest of these are going to be to the death. Hell. Oh, yeah, they By have the to way, be. I, I'm not playing around anymore. I know it's not in Spider-Man or Ace Ventura's <laughs> thing to go to the death, but we got we to gotta do it. Like, no, no, one, can, no one else can survive. <laughs> no survivors. Write a scenario in which Spider-Man and Ace Ventura fight to the death. Nice. Okay. In the bustling streets of a vibrant city, New York. (laughs) Or is it Miami? 
Probably New York. One of their hometowns. I'm going to guess New York, but we'll see. A bizarre clash of worlds is about to take place. Spider-Man, the web-slinging superhero, swings through the urban landscape with agility and grace. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ace Ventura, the eccentric pet detective, embarks on his quirky investigations, his unorthodox methods garnering attention. Faith brings these two unlikely combatants together, setting, setting the stage for an extraordinary battle to the death. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man, perched atop the towering skyscraper, surveys the city with his keen senses. His spider senses tingles. He doesn't have to activate it. Alerting him to an imminent danger. Across the street, <laughs> Ace Ventura, clad in his vibrant Hawaiian shirt. I dress like him sometimes, un- unconsciously. Cracks I, a joke and flashes a mischievous <laughs> grin. The tensions... Mount as their eyes meet, their personalities clashing in an unpredictable encounter. With a quick flick of his wrist, Spider-Man descends upon the scene, landing gracefully in front of Ace Ventura, the pet detective, undeterred by the arachnid-themed hero before him, scratches his head and flashes a confident smirk. The battle begins. Spider-Man unleashes his web-slinging <laughs> abilities, propelling himself to, with incredible speed and launches webs to ensnare his opponent. His agility and acrobatics allow him to dodge Ace Frontier's unpredictable moves, while he enhance, his enhanced strength and reflexes give him an edge in close combat. Ace Ventura, however, with his unconventional style, su- surprises Spider-Man with an unpredictable and unorthodox maneuvers. Mm. He evades Spider-Man's attacks with bizarre contortions of comedic timing, <laughs> <laughs> keeping the superhero off balance. With his cartoon powers, yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. <laughs> his resourceful—we should have done the mask. Oh, that would have been, been great. Maybe yeah. on the next one we do. Uh, because this is fun. His yeah. re- his resourcefulness and ingenuity lead him to improv- improvise unique tools and gadgets, adding an unexpected element to the battle. As the fight progresses, the two combatants adapt their strategies. Spider-Man, relying on his combat training and scientific intellect, attempts to subdue Ace Ventura with powerful strikes and well-timed web-based attacks. Ace Ventura, unorthodox as ever, counters with slapstick antics, using comedic (laughs) distractions and unexpected tools to evade Spider-Man's relentless assault. Relentless. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the battle reaches its climax as Spider-Man, frustrated by Ace Ventura's unorthodox methods, launches a barrage of powerful web-based attacks. However, Ace Ventura, tapping into his inherent resilience and unconventional <laughs> thinking, manages the maneuver through the webbing with com- comedic finesse, avoiding capture. In the fi- final moment of unpredictability, Ace Ventura produces an unexpected prop. A squeaky rubber chicken. He has cartoon powers in this yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah. They just le- straight up gave him cartoon re- It's leaning into that very heavily. Um. <laughs> With a swift motion, he unleashes, a, unleashes oh. a hidden mechanism, propelling the chicken towards Spider-Man. <laughs> Caught off guard by the unexpected projectiles, Spider-Man <laughs> loses his balance, stumbling backward. With a triumphant, triumphant grin... <laughs> Ace Ventura seizes the opportunity, delivering a powerful strike that incapacitates Spider-Man. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. The web slinger, caught off guard, temporarily oh. disoriented, falls to the ground, defeated. 
Holy, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> um, As the dust settles and the city noise resumes, Ace oh. Ventura stands victorious. Zany victory celebrated with victorious dance. Spider-Man, bruised and humbled, rises to his feet, acknowledging the eccentric pet detective's unorthodox triumph. Well... Recognizing each other's unique abilities, cartoon powers versus Spider-Man powers, and quirks, a newfound respect grows between them. The battle may be over, but the memories of their extraordinary encounter will linger, reminding them of the unpredictable nature of heroes and unexpected alliances that can form in the most peculiar of circumstances. Ace Ventura beats Spider-Man. Ace Ventura. <laughs> He's in our top ranks. I did not expect that. Uh, beat Peter Vinkman. Beat Doctor Who. Beat Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, shit. He I was mean, my throwaway character. Yeah. Um, wow. And Doom Guy was like my shoe-in. Like, I thought he was going to be yeah. top. And, and he's already out. He's out. Okay, well, uh, now. John Wick versus Ellen Ripley. Do you have it ready? I do. Let's go. Is it to the death? To the death. Okay. John Wick's like been OP this whole time. He has so, been, yeah. But so is Ellen Ripley. So is surprising. So is Ace Ventura. <laughs> True. Those are our um, top contenders. Uh, in a world, no, I got <laughs> in, in a, a world, world. <laughs> where universes collide, an unprecedented uh, event takes place, bringing together two legendary figures from different realms. Mm-hmm. John, this is doing a Spider Verse thing. Well, yeah, yeah, it would. A multiverse stuff. It would. Uh, John Wick, the relentless assassin known for his deadly skills, and Ellen Ripley, the courageous and resourceful survivor of extraterrestrial encounters. The clash between these two iconic characters is about to unfold, pitting their talents and willpower against each other in an epic fight to the death. The encounter takes place in an abandoned industrial complex on the outskirts of a desolate city. The moon hangs high in the sky, cascading an eerie glow over the decaying nice. structures. I like the setting. Both John Wick and Ellen Ripley, armed with and prepared for a life or death struggle, yes. stand at po- opposite ends of the complex, their eyes locked onto each other with unwavering focus. John Wick, clad in his signature black suit, of course. steps forward, his gun holstered but ready to draw at a moment's notice. Oh, it's a draw? Ripley, armed with her Trusty flamethrower. Oh, she well, yeah, because of the last encounter. Right, right. She <laughs> grips it tight. I would leave with the flamethrower, too. Honestly. Yes. <laughs> grips it, it tightly, her battle-hardened gaze fixed on her adversary. The tension in the air is palpable as they prepare <laughs> and engage to engage in battle that in a battle that will test their limits. Right. Wick moves with calculated precision. His body Wick. well oil an L-oiled uh, yeah. A well-oiled machine. Candlewick. A, candle a well-oiled <laughs> machine. He de- swiftly draws his concealed handguns and unleashes a barrage of bullets towards Ripley. However, she ma- expertly maneuvers behind cover, using her knowledge of combat tactics to ga- gain from countless alien encounters yeah, to course. avoid the onslaught. With a burst of adrenaline, Ripley emerges from her hiding place, activating her flamethrower with a swift motion. Flames erupt from the nozzle, engulfing the area around Wick, and Wick dies. No. <laughs> just, just Wick just ends like that. Because he's a, And he burns up. Right, because he's a flamethrower. 
But Wick, utilizing his exceptional reflexes, dives and rolls, narrowly, narrowly evading the searing heat. Right. He retaliates with a series of close-quarter attacks, delivering punishing blows to Ripley's midsection. Despite the pain, <laughs> Ripley fights back fiercely, using her agility and hand-to-hand combat skills to, encounter, to counter Wick's attacks. She manages to disarm him temporarily, sending his really? handguns clattering across the concrete floor. Wow, that's rare. Yeah. <laughs> Wick, undeterred, employs his improvised combat techniques, turning Pencil. everyday objects into deadly yeah. weapons. <laughs> yes. With lethal efficiency, he strikes at Ripley, causing her to stumble backwards. As the battle rages on, Wick and Ripley engage. I swear to God, if this ends up being John Wick versus Ace Ventura for this whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, we'll, we'll see. Let's see. As the battle rages on, Wick and Ripley engage blows and dodge each other's attacks with remarkable agility. Wick's relentless determination clashes with Ripley's unyielding spirit, each refusing to back down. The fight intensifies, the odds seemingly balanced between them. In a moment of respite, Wick finds himself momentarily disarmed, giving Ripley a slight advantage. She seizes the opportunity, lunging forward with her flamethrower, aiming to unleash a fury, uh, a, a fiery torrent upon Wick. But in a surprising display of resourcefulness, Wick manages to grab a discarded weapon, a steel pipe. <laughs> oh, yeah, that works. And hurls it with unwearying accuracy. The pipe strikes Ripley's flamethrower, causing it to explode, momentarily stunning her. Capitalizing on the opening, Wick closes the distance between them with lightning speed, landing a devastating blow that sends Ripley crashing to the ground. In a final act of defiance, Ripley reaches for a nearby pulse rifle, a weapon she knows intimately. With her last ounce of strength, she takes aim at Wick, firing a burst of bullets. Wick, already injured and fatigued, stands his ground, enduring the onslaught with sheer determination. Oh, he just takes it. <laughs> he manages well, the Kevlar, whatever suit, whatever. <laughs> he manages to evade the majority. Well, he evades him. A majority of the bullets, but a few find their mark, right. tearing through his flesh. Undeterred, Wick pushes forward, delivering a final lethal blow to Ripley. As the dust settles. John Wick. Wick stands victorious, but visibly battered, his body you know, covered in wounds. Ellen Ripley lies motionless on the you ground. Know why, you know why I think Ripley had, did so good so far until now? is what? because she is a survival horror character. She can oh, survive yeah. against anything, right? Yeah, yeah. Wick can kill anything. Yeah. That that was a good one, though. And also my head it cannon. Had, it had me at the very end thinking... That the Ripley way, could pull it out. The, the way that these have mostly before, gone. That Ripley pulls it out. It sounded like Ripley was going to win there. Yeah. Um, but no. But also my headcanon for this whole thing is that uh, Doom Guy is controlled by a player. That's not that good. Yeah. That That's my headcanon. That, that makes sense. So that leaves us What's with our final, our final showdown. The semifinals. No, this is the final showdown. Wait, we're already to the final? We're to the finals. This is Ace Ventura <laughs> versus John Wick. You're not joking with me. I right? am not joking with you. We have we have gotten down to the final confrontation. Exactly what I thought would happen, but I Ace didn't Ventura that and John Wick. Okay, write a scenario. Oh 
<laughs> to the death. Yes. <laughs> In which John Wick and Ace Ventura. I need I need a little bit of a drink for this. <laughs> this last I'll one. take one too. Yeah. Do you want me to grab some? Do you have some shot, shot glasses? I do on my on top of my fridge. I'm gonna grab some shot glasses for it. I'll start reading this. We need it for this. Write a scenario where John Wick and Ace Ventura fight to the death. Yes. This is a long scenario too. Wow. I mean, I had a feeling John Wick would make it to the end because he's so OP. But Ace Ventura, I love that. I love it. He beat Spider-Man. He beat the doctor. (laughs) He beat, uh, who else did he beat? Peter Vigman. I mean, I would argue that John Wick had a harder time, had more impressive opponents. Right. But... (laughs) Well, Ace Ventura and the doctor was more, more of a friendly... I, I enjoyed that one because it was a battle of it was like a competition. Yeah, and like which was in which was in this, character, which was this I monster and whatever. Careful there. Don't worry, I got it. He's got the shot directly on top of his laptop. Right. About to take a shot of blueberry vodka I for this never final drink battle. This straight. I've always mixed it. Because it's just, I'm pretty sure it's disgusting. Well, we're about to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, disgusting. Yeah, that was not good. Yeah. (laughs) But we needed it for this. (sighs) Uh, We needed it for this, though. Take it away, Jackson. In a world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Let's start start over. In a world where the lines between reality and absurdity blur, an unexpected clash is about to unfold. John Wick, the relentless assassin, and Ace Ventura, the eccentric pet pet detective, I'm going to stop doing this voice, find themselves entangled in a high-stakes confrontation. Their paths intersect with the labyrinth halls of, of Grand Mansion, setting the stage for a bizarre and deadly battle Ooh, to so the it's, death. It's in a big mansion. It's a deadly battle to the death. Nice. And it's in a big mansion? Yeah. Nice. I like that setting. John Wick, clad in the signature suit, moves with calculated precision, silently navigating the opulent c- corridors. Meanwhile, Ace Ventura, donning his vibrant attire, <laughs> saunters through the mansion with an air of confident irreverence. The the tension builds as they come face to face. Their contrasting personalities sparking an an immediate clash. Without hesitation, John Wick reaches for his concealed arsenal of weapons, arming himself with deadly precision. His eyes lock onto Ace Ventura, who responds with a cheeky (laughs) grin. A cheeky grin. Seemingly unfazed by the imminent danger, the battle begins. John Wick deploys his formidable combat skills, launching a barrage of expertly aimed bullets. Ace Ventura caught a bullet with his teeth one time, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He has cartoon powers. (laughs) Ace Ventura, with his uncanny agility and quirky improvisation, (laughs) evades the onslaught with unpredictable movements, bobbing and weaving with the grace of a dancer. (laughs) (laughs) 
As the battle escalates, the mansion transforms into a chaotic playground. John Wick maneuvers through the lavish surroundings, using his surroundings to his advantage, while Ace Ventura harnesses his unorthodox thinking, turning everyday objects into unexpected weapons. Oh. They both have that ability. Yeah, this is that's an evenly mashed ability. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter and gunshots fill the air. <laughs> echoing through the grand halls. Well, is Ace Ventura is the white devil. This is so a like, lot more sinister than like Ace Ventura. Like I would normally <laughs> laugh during gunshots <laughs> filling the air. Man. John Wick's relentless pursuit and precision strikes test and Ace Ventura's agility and quick thinking, which each near miss Ace Ventura unleashes a barrage of comedic retorts. <laughs> Nice, nice. Taunting his adversary and embracing the absurdity of the situation. uh, His unorthodox tactics and relentless resilience proved to be a formidable challenge for this. By the way, this is the John Wick that killed Black. No, he killed Theodore Roosevelt and the Rough Riders. Yeah. He killed. I'm forgetting everything. He killed Mad Max. He killed Mad Max and like a bunch of apocalyptic guys. Yeah. And he killed... He killed Ellen Ripley. Ellen Ripley. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> His unorthodox tactics and relentless resilience proved to be a formidable challenge for the seasoned assassin. In a moment of unexpected brilliance... Ace Ventura, exploiting a distraction, delivers a precise Ooh. strike that disarms John Wick and oh. leaves him vulnerable. Oh, Seizing the opportunity, he unle- unleashes his signature move, a wild and unconventional maneuver that incapacitates the assassin. What is what is the signature move? I don't know. The butt-talking thing? I don't know. <laughs> As John Wick... Lies defeated. Oh, <laughs> Ace Ventura, still grinning, extends a hand of eccentric camaraderie. In oh. his unusual display of respect, the two adversaries find a common ground, acknowledging the extraordinary nature of their encounter. With a nod of understanding, Ace Ventura leaves the mansion, his mission complete. John Wick, bruised and bloodied, Rises to his feet, his indomitable spirit still intact. The memories of this bizarre battle will remain etched into their minds, a testament to the unexpected alliances and surprising victories that can arise from the most peculiar confrontations. That's it. Uh, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura is the ultimate warrior of our AI battles. Ace Ventura won. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but that's what the AI did. That's what the AI did. We're you know what? That's the episode. You guys check out our link tree in the description. Yeah. Give us a rating or download a review on your preferred <laughs> podcast. I would love to see some more reviews and ratings. Yes, please. Especially on Spotify. Give us some more. You just give us five stars on that. It's pretty simple. Also, <laughs> check out our new show, Morning Oddities. Yeah, we need some, we need some traction there. Our morning show. Some, it's a need- morning show, guys. It's really chill. Except for the last one was kind of chaotic. Yeah. A lot of our episodes have been chaotic. Very chaotic. Um, anyways, see you next week for something completely different. Hopefully. It will be different. Probably. This is not a test. 
I repeat this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.